Are we on the air? I start all these motherfucking episodes by telling you that I have a amazing person inside the room, but I have two of um that I'm just going to say, like, I'm just going to boast about you guys the whole episode. And I think <laughs> if I'm going to do anything on this episode, uh, it will be to show my flowers uh, to both of you guys. Um, I have two leaders of Phoenix inside the room. I have two leaders of the bike community inside the room. Welcome to the Lone Mains Asylum Show, where we bring you down to the nitty and the gritty. Uh, to the right of me, I have Mr. Brian. Uh, Brian, do you have any AKAs, my guy? People have been calling me Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't know my name. Yeah, they just say, hey, Tuesday. It's all right. good. I'm going to call you Tuesday, too, my guy. Yeah. Thank you for coming to come sit down with me, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. And to the right of him, we got Mr. Otis himself, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. South Steezery. Hey, man, how you feeling, my brother? I'm good. I'm good. L Captain Black Sparrow, if you didn't know. <laughs> I, I was just about to, bro. I love all the AKAs because, yes, like, yes, sir. this is a show about AKAs, you know. Right, man. Um, it like it's uh, so it goes Ollie, aka Low Main, aka Extra Guac on your motherfucking burrito. Uh, I used to be a vegetarian for four and a half years, <laughs> so Word? man, yeah, man, okay, okay. Uh, aka the Wood Tip Chiefa. I always had a black and mild on Deckington in my pocket every single function, had the Wood Tip, man. Uh, AKA the milkman. I had a little season where I was a side dude for like a long time, you know, so mm-hmm. um, the milkman, <laughs> AKA the Dabuel Jackson, AKA uh, I got the Rona in Pomona, <laughs> AKA Takate really? 69. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine in Vegas. Did you? <laughs> I got mine in Vegas. No Did shit. Yo, we should start making like report cards of that. Like, where were you, COVID time? <laughs> Vegas. My right guy. And I love that. Like, so thank y'all for coming inside the room with me. Um, I just wanted to, I've been talking about multiple, multiple episodes about bikes. I've been talking about the bike community here. Yes, sir. Now I have two of the greatest people that I met in the biking community. Everybody else. I'm sorry, but, um, y'all not going to reach <laughs> these two's levels. Like I'm, I, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> uh, Otis for sure. Not me. I'm, I'm new here. So. Oh my God. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No. I know every single um, privileged kid that was growing up had a bike when they were growing up, but uh, whatever got you guys so passionate about riding bikes, if I can ask you? Go for it. Me? Yeah. Hey. Me? <laughs> what got me riding bikes originally? Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, we always had a bike around. Somebody in the crew had a bike. You ride it. I'm an extreme sport guy. I skateboarded for Goddamn, 15 some years. Hell yeah. Uh, riding bikes was just one of those things that was, it was on the extreme, so you knew how to do it, and you always had one around, so I, I, hop, I hopped on everybody's bike, especially my little cousin. My little cousin always had a bike around, so I could always hop on his. Shout out to the cousin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had a BMX bike when I was a little kid, for sure. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of bikes. Mm-hmm. I know at least... Two of them got stolen before I realized, okay, I got to take care of my bike. <laughs> so I'm, on, I'm yeah. on my nephew all the time. He leaves his bike in front of the house. You can't do it. You can't do it. If there's any kids out there listening, take care of your bikes. Especially they'll, your low rider bikes. Yeah, they'll get snatched up. You even run into the into 7-Eleven for five minutes, they'll get snatched up. But yeah, I grew up skating too. Um, I had a bike first. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
just made my way into skateboarding. Uh, there was this girl I had a crush on, and her older brother skated. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's the one who got me into the music, too. He got me into Run DMC. Okay. The Beastie Boys. Uh, LL Cool J, because I know you wanted to talk about music. Yes, I, we'll, we'll, you know, KRS-One, BDP. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, though. Biking's a heavy, heavy in the community of music. Right. Yeah. Heavy. It's always Skateboarding, been there. too. It's always been there. It's Skated. always been plugged in. Now, I do want to talk to you guys about, like, skating, because <clears throat> I think that's the most craziest thing, because, like, I think as, as um, us three, um, I found my love for skateboarding first, and then out of nowhere, I did get into biking. And, like, that was the most craziest thing that, like, I was looking for that extra, dare I say, itch. You know, like, I just wanted to, like, I wanted to go faster. I wanted to do something a bit more crazier. And I, I think biking definitely bought that into it. Now, when y'all started riding bikes in Phoenix, was there a biking community? I talked to you about this once a while back. There was a, was in- there was a crew. In 2014, I used to ride with a crew called the Phoenix Cruise Crew. And shout out to those guys if any of them are listening. Phoenix Cruise Crew, yep. Shout out. But yeah, they had two or three hundred people on a lot of their rides, and it was the most eclectic group I've ever seen in Phoenix. Honestly, they had low rider bikes. They had, you know, big bikes weren't super popular then, but there were a lot of twenty four inch bikes. You said that was four years ago. Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, eight years ago. Eight, eight years ago. Okay. And I didn't even have a big BMX bike then. I had a twenty four inch. Uh, mongoose that I've had since I was a kid pretty much and I had um, just some road bikes and commuter bikes and nice their groups were uh, the f- I, w- I think I was riding a low rider bike when they had theirs because they yeah. did like laps around the city right mm-hmm. like two or three yeah, yeah. I had a low rider bike um, I had That's built cool. a low rider bike mm-hmm. so my first one the Bratz one from uh, Walmart 100 bucks the purple one mm-hmm. yep. let's go my dad bring it home one day and I was you know I had it right outside the door it got yanked it got yanked as a matter of fact so I had to go get me another one uh, and I built it mm. built it ground up and when they was having their little group rides I would ride that around uh, with the low rider bikes Okay. I can't remember their names but they had their little plaque on the back and everything too um, same people though. Uh, Odd Fellas, Phoenix Cruise Crew, whole lot of low rider bikes. There was nobody on track bikes. It was it was BMXs and um, like cruisers. Yeah, BMXs. I mean, like twenty inch cruisers and twenty six inch cruisers. Damn. Basically, mm-hmm. just all those no fixies, no no track bikes. You might see a roadie, right? But that was about it. Uh, right, man. Um, I think I. First heard, uh, heard about the biking community back in 2014. Also, it was um, it was when I think I was helping one of the homies named David. He had a nice little art show going on uh, downtown. So we're in like the back of a house, like trying to set up this whole art show. One of the homies is trying to build like this DJ platform. And I'm just back here painting a whole wall, like just trying to paint it pitch black, like like, like just trying to get it ready. Mm-hmm. This random dude just comes in because it was also like a bike rental place. He comes in looking like Jesus, bro. Like he's like, hey, 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 fast, man. I need to get a bike. I need to go. Um, I need to go down the street uh, because they're having critical mass. <clears throat> so like I'm standing there. And so like I'm like, what's critical mass? And he's like, man, all these people get together and they ride bikes. Yeah. Halfway through painting, I was like, 
wait, what? Like a whole lot of people like, but they just ride bikes. Like he's like, yeah, oh, we're riding to Tempe. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna come back and finish this painting later, bro. Like, yo, this has to go. <laughs> like, right. Literally, you all of us. In? Yeah, man, yeah. all of us stopped what we were doing. Rode from I think it was Third Street and Roosevelt to Third Street and Indian School, where they used to have the first uh, critical mass. And like, literally, man, like. I fell in love with these folks, like, cause, like, again, man, like, it was so freeing, like, seeing like-minded people. Again, a lot of cruisers, like, yeah. I didn't see a lot of people that, like, were on the same like bikes. Yeah, 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 right? exactly, basically. <laughs> but now it's a whole mixture. new, sh- like, it, like, it's a whole new mixture. And, like, I do want to thank you guys because, like, Sorry, if it was Siri, ain't no one talking to you. <laughs> 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 um, like, and I, um, I do want to thank you guys for kind of giving the people the opportunity to kind of flourish that way because like I think all of the people that do a lot of these amazing tricks like there's young kids so all the way to like olden boys that like it's amazing to see people come out into a platform that y'all have and like to do that so while I do say that I want to go into my next question which is how did you guys set up your platform for Tuesday and Wednesday oh you can go first on that one Otis has been doing this way longer than I have uh originally Mm -hmm. You want to know about Wednesday or Sunday? Oh, my God. Uh, so, I didn't start with Sunday originally? So, originally it was Sunday fun day. Okay. So, about seven years ago, mm. I didn't have... Uh, I have did... You know, I rode with all the crews. Look, I rode with State. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to State. Loops was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy pedal at this time. I heard that... Okay, Heavy Pedal. I'm not riding with nobody named Heavy Pedal, first of all. Okay. But shouts out to Heavy Pedal. I rock with them tough because when I finally rode with them, yes, sir. The, you know, they were accommodating. They laid a lot of ground rules for us. Um, once I finally found my friends that had, like, similar bikes mm-hmm. from the car scene, mm-hmm. we had a little Sunday fun day, you know, meet up at noon, and we would try to ride from downtown Phoenix to Tempe. Nice. Okay. So, about seven, eight years ago, that's what it was. Sunday fun day was from downtown to Tempe. You stay by the light rail. If anything happens, catch the light rail right back to Phoenix, mm-hmm. right back to your car. Uh, that originally happened, and then COVID hit. Okay. So COVID hit, and uh, I think it was like pre-COVID or post-COVID, but if y'all don't know, shout out to Pedal Mama Tanya. Mm-hmm. Now, she was like, I ride bikes. You ride bikes. Let's go do a lap around Tempe Town Lake. I'm slower than you, but I want to try it anyways. Okay. And I said, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on Wednesday, and we're just going to do, I'm going to practice my willies, and you're going to, you know, go around the uh, lake. Catch up. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is she would, you know, do her little lap every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, she would do a little lap, and I would do willies. Mm-hmm. That was our practice session. That was just our fitness. Right. That was what it was. It was just therapy for us mm-hmm. started off as fitness um COVID happened and then post-COVID happened and then we had our little group where it was like four or five of us so I had people from Sunday Funday but before mm-hmm. and then Tanya and then her friend and then you know a couple and my cousin out mm-hmm. now it's exciting so post-COVID everyone wants to come outside right we have something already established that we do so they were like let's get outside again and just put it together so one month it was five of us Mm-hmm. On a good day. Mm-hmm. That Monday, I mean, that first the first Wednesday, it was probably about five. The second one, it was like 23. And then after that, it went up to like 40. And then by the end of the month, we had almost like 80 people. And it was a consistent 
every Willie Wednesday was like, but it was track bikes, uh, cruisers. If you could, if I could see you, then you can ride, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to get everybody to swap over to fix because originally it was all fitness. Mm-hmm. And the most fitness bike is a fixed gear. Exactly. Right. So I encouraged everybody to get fixies because it was a, a endurance thing. Because first, you go around Tippy Town Lake a couple of times, mm-hmm. then you get used to it and you want to do it, you know, more and more. So I would encourage everybody that's riding with us to get a bike you can keep up with. So we would flip you to fix at the light if you wasn't already fixed, but we, you would be on a bike that you could keep up. Uh-huh. If you if mountain biking was your thing, just you know, kick it in a high gear, whatever, keep up. Make sure that you're here. Just make sure you're here. You're Try right. to do a wheelie. If you want to learn, I'll teach you. If not, Tanya's doing the fitness thing. It's all good. That's how Willie Wednesday started. Okay. Sunday Funday was just we need another day. So we just put we just bring it back. We was like, all right, Sunday, it's nice outside. Let's go ride. Mm-hmm. Basically, and nobody really had a ride established because I've already had Sunday for so long. Right. So Sunday Funday was already a, it was already a thing for us. So that that part was easy. And if I can say, man, that one of the greatest things is like um, when I was barely getting back, man, because I used to ride bikes back when I was 24, back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped riding bikes for a while because heartbreak happens. You know, like things happen, like, you know, a girl's out here, like, uh, but you just try to find with yourself in other ways. And like, I was like, I just need to retire the bike for a second. Hey, that's how I got my name. My, for, eh. my nickname, my nickname, Saab. Uh, eh, from? Saab. Saabing. But I, I feel you there. But, <laughs> but it was a tag thing in high school. So we used uh-huh. to tag as skaters. We used to tag our, you know, that's dope. our little handle. So mm-hmm. Sweet Otis Brown is what Saab stands for. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? There's always a way. And I've stuck with it that's so, so long dope. from skateboarding, you know, through high school, through that. That's how I got the name, Sobsties. Sobsties. I love yeah. that, bro. Like, it has, like, a nice little... Uh, Gangstar. Uh, you know my Steez. Yeah. It's all from... My God. Rest in peace, Guru. Yeah, yes, rest in peace, sir. Guru. You know what I'm saying? No, and one of the greatest things, man, like when I got back into it, Izzy told me about it. So shout out to Izzy. Shout out to Izzy. And then um, the wild thing was I came out to the bike ride expecting what I used to see back in the days. Like what I used to see is like, and and I ain't trying to knock anybody's hustle, but like homies and tights um, and like highlighter, you know, like little, uh, those no, leotard no, shit. And like, uh, but like, I would just want to see people that like are, are more on my flow. Like that was the greatest that. Everyone had fashion. Everyone had great looking bikes. Yeah. Everyone was there to have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, so like I like I truly do appreciate you for that, man. And like it did really bring the culture down in like Tempe every single Wednesday. You know what? And mm-hmm. I I'm not even gonna take full credit for any of like bringing the culture together. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I adopted the culture from L.A. I adopted the culture mm-hmm. uh, when I was looking for my niche in the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, I'm not bagging on the kits. I'm not bagging on the helmets. I'm not bagging on the, because I have kits. I have, I don't have a helmet, but I have kits. I have kits. You know, I will ride clipping. I will ride the kits. I will race somebody. Um, But that wasn't how I showed up to my first ride. I showed up to my first ride on a fixed gear, black vans, black pants, black hoodie. But I was riding with Tempe's ASU's finest track team. So Man, they're on okay. full clips, full kits, full everything, bottle. But that's how I showed up day one. Mm-hmm. 
ready to do, you know, 10, 20 miles, however many miles loops did. Mm -hmm. Because that's why I, I was just trying to find the, you know. Right. Since day one, though, mm -hmm. riding with loops, I did do a wheelie the first night. Damn, Otis, like, yo. First night, bro. <laughs> seven years ago, I was still doing wheelies. Like, riding with loops, I would do wheelies with them as they're on, like, you know, training uh, for their next ride. I would do wheelies with them. That is I legendary. didn't care. That's, like I was that. trying to find out where I could ride. Mm -hmm. So I had to find, you know, my people. I rode with, uh, I rode with the, you know, heavy pedal. I rode with state. I rode with, those are who we had at the time. Those are, that we didn't have nobody else. Mm -hmm. But that's when I went to California, and I was like, I'm already in California for cars. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing car shows in California. Now I have this bike scene. I'm like, they dress like me. They look like me. Look. What year was this? 16. Okay. And I, what? Could, I could find photos. Yeah. <laughs> I could find photos. What was the Sunday, the Sunday fun day? What were the numbers like before COVID? Before COVID? Sunday fun day? On a good day? Uh, so like... Before California, Arizona Sunday Fun Days, probably about 2000 with OG, like OG Pedal Squad, like um, you might have about 15 of us. Okay. So you might have 15 of us, and that's we picked up people. You would see people just riding and be like, hey, you look like you got a bike like us, ride with us. Pull up. And mm -hmm. they would pass, and they would be like, all right, cool, we're going to ride with y'all. Mm -hmm. We would get up to like 15, maybe 20 people. And it was mostly my friends from the car scene. Mm -hmm. um, I had my little cousin. I had another little cousin. Um, probably, I want to say like 2014, man. It was a long time ago. That's Now, did you move down to Cali, man? Or did I didn't move, move to California. Okay. Mm -hmm. I never moved to California. Mm -hmm. But gas was $2. <laughs> I had a four-cylinder mm -hmm. engine, and it was nothing it. for me to get up and leave. Right. And they rode like me, so I enjoyed riding with them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They opened, like, shout out to my man Flocko. You know what I'm saying? I always say, I hit him up on Instagram one day, and I was like, hey, I'm going out to California mm -hmm. for a car show. Mm -hmm. Can I bring my bike and ride with you? Absolutely. Man. He was like, he was like as soon as you touch down, bro, like, let me know. And this right. is South Central LA. This is Manchester, I think he was on. Like, this is Manchester and, like, L.A., L.A., you know what I'm They're saying? people. <laughs> like, right. Like, this is, this is where you're not supposed to go. He was like, bring your bike. We're going to go ride around L.A. Right. And ever since then, it was solidified. Like, if I could get up and go every, I was there every other weekend, had to be in L.A. I love So, so they thought I lived in L.A. Mm -hmm. But that's what I brought back to Phoenix when I was like, I want to, I can't, I can't keep riding in L.A. They think I live there. Let me let let them know that I you know stay in my state for a couple of weeks. Right. Let me stay in my state for a couple of weeks, um, but it was long enough you know post COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID kind of made us sit down and like you know chill, mm -hmm. but then that's when post COVID it opened up everybody's eyes that we can all ride together. Basically, that's how I feel. I love that, bro. Now, are the Willie Wednesdays still going on, man? Are you still running it? Is this uh, a thing that's so temporarily, mm -hmm. it's on pause. Okay. Temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, right now, it's it's in a transition. Mm -hmm. We're trying to figure out what we want to do with it. Mm -hmm. If we want to keep it, how we want to keep it, and what direction we're going to go with it, like basically. Mm -hmm. um, right now, Pedal Mama, she's taking over it, and she's trying to figure out how she wants to run it. Mm -hmm. So she has my full support about it. 
Mm-hmm. So um, as soon as it comes back on, yo, everybody, pull up on uh, Wheelie Wednesdays. I'm I, uh, I'm gonna post about it on my Instagrams. Make sure to follow my guys on your Instagrams. But just shout out the socials right quick. I'm uh, Tuesday's turn on Instagram. I only use Instagram. Go ahead real quick, and then I'll talk about Tuesday. Yes, uh, mine is mine personally is at Sobsties Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Xbox, Cash App, <laughs> uh, Facebook, anything. <laughs> Even my email address is at Sobsties, so I'm saying, I you know, Sobsties is plugged in, you know what I'm saying? My guy. Now, man, um, Brian, how did the Tuesdays come to form? Uh, what year did you guys come together, man? How did uh, everything come into play? We're just doing, this has just been five months for us. Um, so, I've been riding my I've, I've been riding bikes my whole life, but skateboarding was number one for me. Mm-hmm. So back to COVID, that's when I got my first big BMX bike. I've had a 24 inch BMX bike pretty much my whole life. Obviously, I had 20 inches when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a 26 inch, and then during COVID, I got a 27.5 uh, Fairdale Taj. Uh, Taj is an old legendary BMX rider, mm-hmm. and uh, He's from Michigan, but he lived in Austin, Texas for a long time, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I knew I wanted a big BMX bike, I was like, oh, I'm getting a Taj to support to support my homie, you know? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, Taj Mihalich, if you don't know him, do your history, look him up. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, during COVID, me and my kid would go riding all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was riding, uh, uh, she was either on a 20-inch or a 24-inch back then, I can't remember. But that's when I started. Okay, so I mentioned in 2014, I used to ride with Phoenix Cruise Crew. Mm -hmm. They kind of just disappeared. I think around 2016, 2017, they just disappeared. And I wasn't even really using Instagram back Mm -hmm. then that much. Um, I was finding them on Facebook. Yeah, so I just, I wasn't really in the the bike scene, to be honest. I was riding my bike all the time, trust Mm me. Um, But, yeah, I was just skateboarding a lot. And... uh, I know they can't see this on the thing, but I shattered my elbow during COVID. That's a nice shatter. Yeah, that's when I, I've had surgery on it twice. <clears throat> so that's when I started linking up with, I, I didn't want to skate because, I mean, yeah, you can, I'm sure you can imagine mm-hmm. how painful this was. This was two different surgeries. Um, anyway, I wanted, the reason I wanted to mention this is to shout out some of the bike crews in Phoenix. And mm-hmm. Otis will have to help me with some of them. But during COVID, I started, you know, once um, people started going back outside a lot, I started riding with um, Phoenix Down Temple. Uh, they ride on Mondays. Shout out to Down Temple. They got Monday on a lot. Yep. Yeah, they're super OGs. I've ridden with them probably six or seven times, and I've seen anywhere from 20 to like 60 people with them. Damn. But every Monday they ride from downtown Phoenix um, Civic Civic Space Civic Park. Space, yep. And then they their rides are really fun because they ride, they ride to a bar every time. So some people, like sometimes I'll go park my car where their destination is and then I'll ride to civic space and then I'll ride back with them and then I'll just take off. How do you know the destination? They post it usually every week. I was like, get the secret house. Right, right. I used to ride with them when we get to the bar and then we take off in a bar. But I never thought about parking at the bar. That's a great idea. Right. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like lo- locking up my bike. Right, right. We because never someone's, like we just said, some crumb snatcher is going to come snatch your shit up. Right, man. 
yeah, so Phoenix Down Tempo on Mondays. Um, obviously, Luke and Saturday Morning Service, they run uh, Critical Mass, mm-hmm. which is the first Thursday of every month. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix Fixed, I've ridden with them before. They also ride on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. And a lot of the Fixie guys, they're riding all the time. Uh, there's um, Pedal House and... There's so many crews in in Phoenix. If you really look, man. yeah, if you really want to look for them, yeah, there's a lot of little like little sub subcultures in the bike scene. Okay. Yeah, a lot of subcultures. I'll say that and, definitely. And like, I, and I think that's just really really cool to me that like I think from 2014 to now, like mm-hmm. what it blossomed into. Like, do you guys feel that there is an actual Phoenix bike community now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, when I said I adapted or Phoenix is adapting, like, different cultures, mm-hmm. I've, I can now go ride downtown and see somebody I know. Okay. Sir. So, riding downtown, like, if you know downtown is the place that, you know, we all socialize, you can catch somebody on a bicycle downtown now. I Four see. years ago, you would see somebody on a roadie and be like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah, but it's now not you look at a roadie like, I might know that person. You know what I'm saying? There's right. definitely a culture down here. Um, me and Pedal Mama were just doing, you know, our, you know, fitness lap mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And uh, Polo, shout out to Polo. Mm-hmm. He, off of work, just pulled up to the dog park and was like, hey. I'm ready to ride. He wasn't, no, he was meeting up with Rofi. Mm-hmm. He was meeting up with Rofi. But he was just randomly downtown. I was like, I'm going to go stop by the dog park and see if anybody's there. That's dope. Because then you can be downtown and you can like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Where y'all at? Exactly. Off of somebody's car. So I definitely feel like I couldn't have done that two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's how L.A. is, too. Okay. Because post-COVID or pre-COVID, when I was going to L.A. for just like car shows, mm-hmm. I can drive through LA and because I used to be out there so much, mm-hmm. I would see somebody I know on a bicycle easy in my car. Right. They right. have a community that's so, you know, niched, right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love that Arizona has that now. I definitely feel like we have a community out here. I love that, man. I, nice. Back to the creation of Tuesday, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mentioned some of those groups and then I also have to shout out to Unity Ride Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, they were shout doing out to Unity. They were doing rides twice a month mm-hmm. plus a BMX jam once a month. So they were doing three events every month, wow. which is on hold. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because mm-hmm. of some trouble uh, Randy got into <laughs> on, a, on a ride out. Um, and then also Average Joe's. Um, so after my elbow and I got back, I, I, bought my, I built up my first big BMX bike. Mm-hmm. I started riding with Average Joe's a lot. They're in South Scottsdale. Um, and then Unity. I've ridden with Unity for a long time. And uh, it's funny because we're talking about the community and the differences and everything. I honestly love riding with all these different groups. I love riding with Down Temple. They're so chill. Mm-hmm. Everyone's super nice. They're not, I don't think they're super hyped on like the wheelie guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm friends with obviously lots of wheelie guys. Oh, Down Temple? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these groups, I feel like that's the vibe I get. But. It's not It's not that the wheelie kids are a lot faster and they're, uh, I don't want to say more reckless. They just appear more reckless. For sure. For sure. More reckless. Even though, even though, like, if you stay in your lane, they still appear reckless. And a lot of people don't like that. That's why 
I never fit in to some of those. But those were the only rides I had, so they would see me. I lo- right. Now, but the best way about that, too, is um, I was talking about this, too, but the other day, man, like, I think you call it reckless. I seen it more of like a pirate style. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you, like, but you told me like the Black Sparrow, yeah, I was like, yeah, my it's, God, yeah, it's it's all it's all it's all like a movie, man. Like, down tempo is more like you know, the yeah. Eastern Eastern Trading Company, and we're more like Jack Sparrow. But if you see in every movie, it all comes together somehow, some way. Oh, right. That's what Critical Mass is. We all come together, basically. We all mess together, exactly. Basically. Yeah, that's if anyone's listening and they want to learn more about all the different groups, that's the best way to get involved is the first Thursday of every month, Saturday morning service on Instagram. Uh, that's critical mass. And you'll go there, you'll meet people. Um, you'll see different kinds of bikes and different kinds of clicks, and you'll be able to talk to those people. You'll be able to get their socials and then learn where you fit in, you know? Exactly, man. And I really do appreciate for everybody inside the uh, biking community for being so friendly. And, and I, like, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people had a weird stereotype about skaters back in the days. And like, like, they're like, yo, I don't want to go skating because like, I think people are going to bag on me. I never seen anybody bag on anybody else at the skate park. Other than like, if you had it coming, like, <laughs> right, right. Nobody bagged on skaters at the skate park, unless you were not a skater. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't a skater, then yeah, you'd pr- same with the bike scene. Mm-hmm. Same with the bike scene. If you're here and you genuinely want to be here, nobody's going to bag. We're probably going to figure out where you need to be. Right. But we're not going to bag on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. We want you outside. I love that, man. Uh, the skaters I grew up with are super mean. We used to cap on everybody. Right, did you? Yeah. <laughs> it was the <laughs> yeah. different it, times. <laughs> I can say 100% uh-huh. that the bike community in Phoenix is way more welcoming than any skate culture I've ever been <laughs> <laughs> And skateboarding will be in my blood forever. So, uh-huh. you know. You, you skated out here? You skated out here? Oh, yeah. I've been skating my whole life, man. What what skate park was yours? Well, I broke my elbow at the the Union Hills, ah, the see, Glendale Park. See, Desert West. Shout out to Desert West. <laughs> Desert West, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I've been to D West many, many times. Oh, yeah, man. shout yeah. out to D West. We love D West, man. Man, uh, I grew up on 91st and Thomas, man. So D West was yeah. like literally right there. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> now, that's. Yeah. Now, man, um, did you, like, did. Did you randomly but just think about Tuesdays? Okay, so yeah, I'm sorry. No, you never I had just had to shoot out. I had to shout out those bike crews before to. I forgot. Yes, sir. Um, so with Tuesday, just it's just real brief. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a kid, and so I don't have her on Tuesdays ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for the most part. I, okay, so I live on the west side. Mm-hmm. I didn't know of any regular rides on the west side. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know of any regular rides on Tuesday. I have since found out that there is a ride in Tempe, the crap ride, but those are mostly road bikes and they ride super fast from, mm-hmm. from what I understand. I've never ridden with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spinelli's, uh, pizza. They, they're down with all those, you know, you can follow them for the crap rides. I think that's an extension of tip, which is Tempe tip. ride, which was normal Tuesday ride. Before you, okay. mm, yeah, and then they kind of died off because their numbers fell, I think, and then it became that. Mm. Yeah, the faster ones. It's funny because someone told me about it when I first started the Tuesday ride, and I looked at it, and they hadn't posted for like several months. But mm. then I looked at it later, and then they had been posting more regularly. So I think they died down during COVID, like you're saying, probably. Mm-hmm. And, but anyway, they're not on the west side, so mm-hmm. you know, 
there hopefully no hard feelings there. There's mm-hmm. nothing on the west side. True. So I just wanted a regular ride. Okay, so when I shattered my elbow mm-hmm. and during COVID, I honestly, I gained some weight. Like, like so, through eating or, like, or just chilling? Just being, yeah, just chilling and mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, not nothing crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, you can tell I'm, I'm pretty thin. Yes. But, <laughs> so I wanted something regular because we all know if you don't have a routine – I shouldn't say we all know because some people don't, but <laughs> when you have a routine, it helps you keep in shape for sure. Mm-hmm. And mentally also. Yeah. So I wanted a regular ride on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I wanted a ride on the West side. And uh, so I just started asking people mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people that are listening to this probably know Reynaldo. You, you, yes, sir. you know, Reynaldo. Yeah. yeah he, mm-hmm. he has like 4,000 followers on Instagram and he's like heavy in the bike community. Mm-hmm. He only speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. I'd been seeing him post in downtown Glendale like all the time. So I started talking to him like, let's get a regular ride going. I'm free on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And he seemed interested. And uh, he actually came to my very first ride and he helped promote it. Man. And he came for about a month and then he kind of just disappeared. But he has a little baby and, you know, he goes to church all the time. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, we just started it up. I People had been saying they were going to come, they were going to come. So then the very first week, no one came. Mm-hmm. They told me they weren't coming, but uh, I made a video. I felt like a dumbass. And I was like, I'm going to start riding here at Swahoro Ranch Park every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to come, the first week, only, well, it was actually the second time, uh, six people came. Okay. And then after that, there were like 15 or 20. And so usually we have somewhere between 10 and 25 people. Mm-hmm. And it just varies. You know, at our last ride, we had over 30, but it was like a Christmas thing. So. Oh, right, man. Yeah, yeah you guys' last one. You guys did, what What route did you guys do for the light road? The light route that you guys went through? Oh, it was in Moon Valley, but we don't normally ride in Moon Valley. Um, that norm- looked lit. Yeah, normally we ride in, um, we don't meet at Swarrow Ranch anymore because they closed that park uh, at 10. We ride at a park, we... It can change, okay. so but yeah, it's Sunny Slope Park, but it's not Sunny Slope the neighborhood. It's Seventy First Avenue and Dunlap. And that's my first realization, man, because my first time I went to Sunny Slope like by the high school, so I went to like Seventh Street and like Peoria, yeah, like exactly. thinking it was right around there. I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm not around." <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Izzy was the one that told me about the Tuesday too. So again, mm. shouts out to motherfucking Izzy. <laughs> now, um. When I came out to the Tuesday rides, um, everybody, like, uh, again, um, I did appreciate, man, how it was a plethora of everybody. Like, you had your fair share of SE bikes right here. You know, you you, uh, you had the Thrones. Um, I met a couple of fixed gear guys, you know, like, and I'm trying to bring the fixed gear people out more because I'm like, come on, man. It's fixed gear lifestyle. <laughs> but um, I seen a couple and, like, it's so beautiful that all the time that we do come out to, man, it's always a very friendly environment. Um, I had friends like check out all my videos and like, they're like, yo, you guys just look like you guys are having the time of your lives. We are like everybody is yeah, for real. For real. We do have the time of our life. Mm-hmm. Like when is it genuine? When you see us smiling and like that, we're in the moment mm-hmm. capturing it. Like it's genuine smiles. Like we are having fun. Blast. Fun. No. Man, um, I did want to go over, uh, we did, um, glance over the, um, uh, the unity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did want to talk about something that did happen in the biking community recently. Um, Brian, can you break it down to us? Cause like, I really don't know uh, my, like my fair share of the information. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and real quick, since we shouted out Izzy mm-hmm. and we were talking about 
pedal squad history. When did the the big BMX guys start riding with pedal squad? When did BM, big BMX started riding with us? Because a lot of the guys riding with pedal <clears throat> squad now are the big BMX guys. It's not when did big bikes start riding with us. It's when did we convert to big bikes. That's the question. Because, like was it I said, before COVID or? Willie Wednesday was originally fixies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fixed gears, track bikes. It didn't change until recently. Uh, so, again, we're adapting from California. Right. The people who I rode with, Throne. Shouts out to Throne. Shouts out to Block Boy. Shouts out to you know Flacco. Yes, sir. My mentors, basically my OGs, mm-hmm. are Throne riders. Mm-hmm. They have big bikes. The big bikes do wheelies. Mm-hmm. I do wheelies. The people in my clique did wheelies. Mm-hmm. They just started getting the big bikes. So mm-hmm. like Izzy, mm-hmm. Izzy's a fixie. He started with fixie, right? Izzy started off with Fixie, mm-hmm. but has, what, three, four big bikes? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we would get uh, our friends who, you know, are extension of us. Mm-hmm. Would, what kind of bike do you need? Well, so we would have, you know, somebody bring out a, like, let's use, for example, Edwin. Mm-hmm. So Edwin had a big bike. Yes, sir. But he also started on a Fixie. Mm-hmm. So he went out and got a big bike. His big bike ended up getting sold to somebody else. They used it. Somebody else in the clique used it, and then it got sold off to somebody outside. That is dope. Same with my little cousin. He mm-hmm. had, um, shouts out to CJ, mm-hmm. he had his track bike. Mm-hmm. He had a track bike before me. He had his track bike. He BMX, so he had a big, he was already going to get a big bike fix anyways. I like that. Mm-hmm. He bought a bike. We ended up uh, selling that to one of the homies so they could ride. Mm-hmm. That bike got sold to somebody else and sold to somebody else. So we just essentially just picked up the big bikes. Then all the other big bikes, like the the kids, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this is where we belong now. So we just ended up picking up the big bikes as second bikes to have fun too. That's rad. I didn't even know that. that is and I didn't cool. know CJ was your cousin. Yeah. CJ, wow. CJ yeah, CJ is my blood cousin. Yeah. Yeah, and CJ. he has history in BMX too. So yeah, I, when I was skateboarding, he was uh, BMXing. Yeah. Oh, wait. When I was skateboarding, he was, yeah. He was, I've seen some of his old videos because yeah, he he's was, been on a 20-inch lately. And I yeah, was like, he's a... I love seeing guys out on 20 inches. Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, that is very true, man, that I didn't see a lot of big bikes back in the days. Uh, like, when I first dabbled into fixed gears, like, around 2013, it was, like, a very minimal community. Like, nobody knew about these bikes. And secondly... Like, I never seen Thrones. I never seen, like, bikes like that. They other wasn't than, around. Right. They weren't around. And, and, like, other than, like, you'll see, man, like, do you do you guys remember the fixed gears that used to have, like, the foaming pad, like, right on the top of the frame right here? And it kind of looked like the first evolution of a track bike. Like, um, it was going towards the SE bike, but it was, like, a, it was like a, a mixture between a SE bike and a fixed gear. And, like, I seen those first. And, like, it kind of opened up my mind. I was like, I like the bright colors. I like the flashiness. I think what you're talking about is the style of the track bike at the time. Because right. it sounds more, it sounds like a steel frame mm-hmm. with the pad, which was normally for bike polo. Right. Um, it sounds like a bright arrow spoke in the front. It sounds like spoke cards in the back. 
and it sounds like it might have risers or something like that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so that was how we started wheeling with uh, pre, pre-throne. Mm-hmm. So back in uh, 16, 2016 or whatever, mm-hmm. pre-throne when we were like rocking state, and we were like, I was riding loops. Yeah. Um, people in LA were riding state bikes, Aventons, unknowns. Mm-hmm. That's the style that we wanted, like the steel frame, the so we could do tricks like that. Okay. But we didn't have that in Arizona at the time. Mm-hmm. We you had to go to California to find that. Uh, San Francisco was real big on it. Uh, New York, they already had that down packed. So mm-hmm. at the time, just like with any other trend, that was the trend at the time. Right. We didn't have that in Arizona. At all, man. A couple yeah. of years ago, and now we—it's integrated everything. You see it everywhere, right? Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. You're welcome to everywhere in the bike scene now. That is dope. Yeah, the bike you described. SE used to make bikes like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fixed, fixed gears. Oh, man. Yeah. Because like I like remember specifically like, and I just got enthralled by like all the. All the bright colors, because like I always liked, you know, monotone colors, like just oh, like yeah. a black bike, black on everything, and you know, just keep it going. But when you seen that, like I was just like, that is the most dopest thing. Now I do want to go into another thing. Um, one of my first conversations that I had with Otis, and man, like you might not remember this, my guy, uh, but we were, it was like right after a wheelie Wednesday. It was at downtown, mm-hmm. and. Um, I was asking you cause I had a fixed gear, man. And like, I was like, I don't see a lot of people that naturally just boop, you know, just flop it up and uh-huh. just start riding, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like all the time that you see Otis, he effortlessly picks up this bike and just gets right into a wheelie. And you told me, man, that like, if you're not the, like, it was the dopest kind of like compliment. Like you were like, if you're not the flashiest person out here, then what are you doing? You know, right. And like, I was like, yo, like, like, it really made me like think like, yo, for real, like if I'm not coming out here to like low key, uh, for lack of a better term, dare I say peacock, you know, (laughs) what am I doing? That's what a Willy Wednesday is, is for you to spread your wings and fly. Like, like you still want to be, you know, you still got a code to abide by, but it's freedom. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be, you know, in anybody's, anyone's like, like what they think of you right like you can be free like you're free to express mm-hmm. down to your bike your shoes your hair like you're it's a freedom you're not locked into wearing a helmet you're not locked into you know riding with lights you're not locked in like there's strict rides out there like if you don't have a helmet you cannot ride Man. if you don't have your lights you cannot ride like they will i'm not gonna say they're gonna knock you down off they your bike you but they, <laughs> they will definitely drop you unintentionally or intentionally they will drop you like literally they will ride so fast that you cannot keep up they, on you man but like mm-hmm. our rides are literally like bring everybody out bring little kids bring cuz that's when they're going to learn Inclu- right especially little kids that they can be free and do what they like to do is when they ride bikes especially riding bikes for real and if i can teach the community out there something cuz i'm going to segue it back to one thing um for all the children out there Fuck the police. I'm going to take it right back to Brian. <laughs> we're going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually wasn't there, but uh, Unity had a ride. And um, Randy is the owner of Unity Ride Shop. Shout out, Randy. Yeah, I've talked shout to him. Shout out, Randy. Yeah, shout out, Randy. Um, like I said earlier, they were doing two rides a month and a BMX jam. So three events every single month. And he's been doing that for five years, he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hell yeah, that's that's a r- serious accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
major kudos. So he's never had any major problems until, you know, about a month and a half ago. They were on a big ride in Tempe, um, which they did once a month. They had a ride in Tempe. Uh, they do the Tempe ride. And then every other week they'll do a ride to downtown Phoenix. And then they would do the BMX jam usually at the Glendale Excourt Park. But anyway, they were on their ride in Tempe and um, I've heard different versions of this story, but there was a car that was being aggressive and the guys were getting rowdy with the car mm -hmm. and someone called the cops. There were some other things that happened. Um, I don't really know if they were that pertinent to everything that ended up going down. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> so when they have these big rides and Otis knows this better than any of us, but some of the leaders will guide the traffic. Uh, they'll kind of s sometimes be in the middle of the road. And, you know, like if, if the group is turning right, they'll guide everyone to the right and block the cars to keep everyone safe, which I really appreciate because when I go to the, a lot of the big rides, I have my kid with me. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, Randy was just in the middle of the road, guiding traffic and got tackled by a cop. So, um, they charged him, they took him to jail. They charged him with a bunch of stuff and his lawyer thinks everything's going to be dropped, but his court date's not until late January. So he doesn't really know what's going on right now. Um, Limbo state. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully the cops, the most stressful time. Yeah. They're trying to get the cops body cam. Um, if you've met Randy, you know, he's just a super nice dude. You've right. seen him out there directing <clears throat> traffic. There's no way he was causing trouble with the cops. There's just no way. The, when I, I got the news, I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I was in Vegas at a ride out. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me they took Randy. I said, who? They said the police. And I said, somebody arrested a person who single-handedly opened up a shop mm -hmm. called Unity. For real. And you arrested him for what? How do you happiest guy? Yeah. How do you arrest? How do you shout out to Randy? How do you arrest Randy, who opened a bike shop called Unity? Mm -hmm. For real. How? Like, but I like I said, I wasn't there, so I. Dang man. I'm just assuming the cops got a call. One oh. version of the story I heard was someone broke a mirror on this car. Mm -hmm. Another person said the mirror wasn't broken. They just hit it. They mm -hmm. just kind of slapped it. So, but I'm just imagining the cops got a call and said, there's a group of bike riders being aggressive. They broke my mirror, you know, whatever. And so when they saw Randy in the street, they just, obviously it's super, super fucked up to just tackle someone like that. For real. Um, but yeah, he's already shelled out three grand for a lawyer. Damn, man. And since we have a Tuesday ride, mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't consider myself a leader. And after talking to Randy about this, I have to watch what I say. Um, you know, basically, yeah. we're not a ride out. We're not an organized event. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a leader. And I'm going like to I'm going to talk about this more on the socials. And, you know, after Randy's been talking to a lawyer and he's he's got a lot of changes that are going to be coming. Right, okay. So um, and everyone who's in the Phoenix bike community that used to go to the Unity rides, no, there hasn't been a ride since this happened. And it was about a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So Dang. that's one of the reasons I asked Otis to come on to see if I don't have any answers to this. I just know that. So the lawyers told Randy that as a group, 
coordinator, mm -hmm. if someone doesn't take responsibility for something that happens on a ride, they can come after their group coordinator. And so I can't, you know, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I got a kid. Uh -huh. I can't, let's just say I'm on a Tuesday ride and some kid gets hit by a car, right. you know, theoretically their parents, according to this lawyer, they could come after me or someone destroys some property. If no one steps up to the plate and you know, right. somehow you're they the, find out it you're was literally the first person that they, yeah. Hello. And that's low key rat shit. Like if you ask me, cause like, that's not like, that's not holding accountability to the right person, man. Right. It's, it's really not. Cause any any event that you go to, it's at your own risk. Mm -hmm. It's at your own risk. If you leave your house, you're, it's your own risk. Right. You go to any event, you sign a waiver that says, I am entering this event at my own risk. You ride a bike for the day, it's your own risk. You drive, it's your own risk. Exactly. It's your own risk. Mm -hmm. you, it shouldn't be on somebody else's. But at the same time, mm -hmm. that's how, like the lawyer says, that they have to find somebody. And the, the easiest person to find is the one who coordinated the event. Damn. And that's not even fair, man. And I do apologize, man, like that, 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 that is kind of going on because um, just like Otis said, you know, um, we don't leave our houses and I don't go to things expecting for you or uh, expecting for you to uh, make my safety the utmost priority out of everything. But I think it is kind of true too. Um, let's say, if the shoe is on the other foot, if something did happen on the ride, man, um, how do you guys think the best way is to go about that? Like, it's like, how, how do we go about correcting wrongs, if you will? Yeah, it's real tricky. And that's obviously situational, but we had another incident at a ride where a, um, a kid ran into a car and there might've been some property damaged. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this, you know, I can understand if you're a kid by yourself and you do some property damage, you're probably just going to take off and not think about it, you know, mm -hmm. but if you're an adult and you have insurance or you have the means to take care of your, um, to right your wrongs, basically, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's very complicated, but yeah, I, it's one of the reasons I asked Otis to come on is so we could talk about this kind of so stuff because as a, as the leader of a ride, I can't be responsible for some, some kid acting up and just, you know, being crazy. Now I know accidents happen and, and that's a different, but True. I'm not going to say you're a, a leader or a ride coordinator or yeah, but when you leave the house on Tuesday, when you originally started this, it was fitness and exercise. You wanted to be around your friends, family, have a good day, leave the house ride your bike and come home. Mm -hmm. Amen. There's no reason that anybody else should put your plans in jeopardy because of their actions. 100%. That's, that's at the end of the day, when I leave the house, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you can ask anybody who's ever leaded a group that's over probably 50 people. You're, it's, it's your you're responsible. You're, you're responsible for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know that. If you can coordinate 50 people to come outside, you're responsible for them. Right. If you cannot make it home because of somebody else's actions, they don't need to be around there at all. Like, Because right. at the end of the day, you woke up. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to come home. I'm going to make it back. 
that's what you woke up as as a leader. Is I'm after this ride, I'm coming home. Right. You know, I'm taking my shower. There's no reason why you should be not taking that shower because it's somebody else's actions. Exactly. That's out. Yeah. So Randy, um, Randy doesn't. He hasn't finalized all this stuff with his lawyer, but he said there are going to be some big changes coming with the Unity ride. He's probably going to have to read the rules and have someone videotape them so that he made the effort. Okay. He's probably going to have people sign waivers. And he's probably going to ask anyone acting up and not following the rules to leave and not come back. Um, now, my th- the other rides that we've been talking about, they're a lot smaller than the Unity rides. So I'm not sure things are going to have to be taken to that extreme. But um, it's possible, you know, because we all have to cover our backs. Um, but I will say mm-hmm. that, you know, for people who have been riding a long time and dealt with aggressive people for a long time, this is kind of just common sense. But for some of these younger guys, I've seen it with my own eyes. When cars get aggressive with you, you just have to move over and let them just let them move on. Because if you get aggressive back with them, it's not going to solve anything. They already think you're in the wrong. Yelling at them is not going to help. Already. They already think you they already yeah. think you're breaking the law. Yeah. So if a car gets aggressive with you, I've been in this situation so many times on so many different rides. Mm-hmm. All the best thing to do is just move over off the side of the road and let them pass. Just wave and let them go on about their day or their night. One hundred percent. It's Brian gave y'all like the best gems on making it home. Because <laughs> right. by the end of the day, like let's say that like something does go down, like um, like let's say that you know like a confrontation does happen. Um, people that how, like, how should I put this in the best way, man? If that gets caught on video, that gives the whole community a bad rap. Even if you're wiping the, like, if you're wiping the dude on the floor, you know, even if he's wrong, I think just that video alone is going to give a bad rap to the whole community. Cause like some people might think like, yo, that's raw. Like I'm proud of him, you know, like homie put it down. But I think the larger community might kind of be like, yo, they're laying you know, uh, car, you know, like carists out here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always two-sided when it comes to a video. It's right. always two-sided. It's always the positive and the negatives. Mm-hmm. And most of the times the negative is what's going to be what comes out on top. Right. It's never the positive. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that's going to comment are the ones that have negative stuff to say. Mm-hmm. They got the most time on their hands and the positive ones probably ain't going to say nothing because they've been in the situation themselves. Right. That's just how it is. So that video is going to look bad to most and not good to the other. Exactly. Now, guys, um, I do want to um, kind of keep uh, growing on that. Uh, what is the best advice that we can give towards the community now, you know, for any future rides for or everyone in the Phoenix community that is jamming to this on how to conduct themselves low key? I mean, I already said it. If if. If a car's getting aggressive with you, just let them pass on by. And it's actually, you mentioned video, and that's actually on our side, the bike rider side, it's actually a great idea if a car's getting aggressive with you to take out your camera and film their license plate and move over and let them pass. Because then if they really do get aggressive and something goes down, you'll have their license plate on camera. You have that. Yeah. Man, uh, shouts out to, I think it's Willie. Um, I met him downtown. Uh, this man makes me laugh because on is it Instagram? 
he used to post like dudes or like people that used to cut him off and like he'll get him right at the like right at the red light and then so like he's like oh but they're just fucking eating their burrito in the morning the hell's wrong with these <laughs> shots out to him um i do want to take it back to a lighter note y'all we did dabble in the beginning of this episode into uh but the music that you grew up on brian um i do want to talk about the playlist because Wednesday playlists were different than Tuesday playlists. And like, I like both of them <laughs> equally. Um, I was telling Brian earlier, man, that like I gave both y'all like a definition in like music. Like Brian had like li literally bro, like the lethal lyricists, you know, like the definition of hip hop always plays on Tuesday. Willie Watts. Hey, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm Watts. Yeah, he's he's in there, my guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shouts out to him for real, bro. And then, like, um, now the Wheelie Wednesdays, I truly adored it too. Cause, like, Otis, you bought like the new age of hip hop mixed with like your own West Side style. Yeah. And, like, and that's one thing that, like, I love about people. If I don't mess with you musically, we're probably not gonna get along. It's just that's, that easy. That's <laughs> what the ride is, basically. Right. It's a party on wheels, basically. That's what it is every time. Basically. And that's why I liked Wednesdays and that's why I like Sundays is because it's literally a party. I love that. On wheels, basically. And I know you can feel the same way. When you're in your you got your music and your playlist is hitting, it's literally a party every time. Now, what is some artists that y'all gotta have in your playlist for all rides? Like what is the kind of the what's the best ride playlist? I, I'm not talking too much. I don't have a I don't have a best ride playlist, but I I used to ride with my speaker out a lot, mm -hmm. even like in the beginning. Like I always had a speaker on me, mm -hmm. uh, just so I can be heard, so like uh, motorists can hear me, cars mm -hmm. can hear me. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a safety feature. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a. Um, my music playing out loud wasn't even a, a, a thing. It mostly safety, oh, just like my bicycle. My bicycle's. Uh, High vis. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing we put on when we, you know, you have to wear high vis at Amazon. So my bike and my music mm -hmm. were my safety features. I love it. Okay. Other you than see me. you see me or you hear me, one of the two. If you're not, you're gonna hear my, my voice, and you're gonna. So <laughs> it's hard for me to get hit by a motorist, and if I do, mm -hmm. they're paying. Ain't no way you didn't hear me, see me, or right. But my playlist mm -hmm. would have to be. E forty, E forty definitely has to be on there somewhere. Mm. Mr. Chris Belafonte, who do you got? I just, <clears throat> I grew up listening to underground hip hop. I mean, first it was just rap, right? Mm -hmm. Like Run DMC and that would get played, and Boogie Down Productions. They would get played. LL Cool J, um, and then you know, hip hop changed. There was De La Soul, Organized Confusion. Um, and then in the 90s, the early 90s, it was uh, Hieroglyphics. Mm -hmm. And then in the mid 90s, it was um, Living Legends, Eli, Scarab, Grouch. But yeah, I've been listening to hip hop my whole life. Man. And I listen to a lot of other stuff, too. I mean, I'll even listen to old country, you know, like outlaw country. Um, I, I listen to everything, honestly, classic rock. But when I'm on my bike, it's usually some kind of hardcore hip hop. KRS-One, you know, like uh, Blueprint, Gangstar. yeah, Gangstar for sure, J-Ru, all those guys. So, I mean, I could name 100 people, but 
um, I love... I'm an old man. I'm going to put these guys to sleep. You know who you know, right? <laughs> nah, I know who you're talking about. They're all underground, though. Like, super underground or super early uh, before any of and us were. Right. Back to skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding taught me a lot about hip-hop, actually. Like, the um, the old Plan B videos, they listened to Dell and Hyro yep. and Souls of Mischief and all mm-hmm. those guys. And then, yeah, all through skateboarding. Skateboarding's right. always had the underground hip-hop. I feel like, like hand in hand. And, and you know, Southern California skateboarding mecca. So they would always get the tapes before everyone else. Yeah. So if you watch the skate videos, you would actually hear the music before, before it got to Arizona. Yeah, before it got to the stores. Yeah. Man, okay. Yeah, for sure. That's so dope, man. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. I used to jam, man, like I think my main music now is indie music, like Matt and Kim. Um, I got Big L in there, like, you know, just to mix it in. I got New Age, like, Migos. But, like, I think you uh, you need to have a fair share of everything. Guys, uh, this is Theodora. She did not pass already. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> but um, I think it's really important to have the music, man. Yeah. Because, like, everyone's, like, I don't, like, I just, like, again, like, you need, like, you are out here to have fun. Like, you are out here to try to, like, you know, work yeah. out. And, but yeah. you need that motivation music. Yeah. And if, it, again, if you don't have it going, I'm sorry, man. We cannot be talking on these rides. I'm going to ride right by you. <laughs> right, right, right. You definitely got to have the right music. Right. You definitely got to have the right people next to you when you're on a ride out. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, mine was a big, mine was a big, and I didn't really, uh, I didn't really cater to anybody's particular music, mm-hmm. but if it was, you know, what I listened to, I could definitely play it all day, every day. It Like, literally, put your request in and I'll play it. Like, like okay. we'll, like, let's vibe, let everybody vibe off of it. So, E40 would get the party started anytime. Sorry. You throw in Meek Mill, you throw in uh, Perico, you throw in, um, you can throw in even uh, the first song, the first song on Willie Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Every time would be uh, Willie Wednesday by Black Boy. Like, let's literally, go. you like, that's your intro music. That's uh-huh. your intro song on Willie Wednesday is Black Boy's Willie Wednesday. That's then so you turn great. it up with My Squad by Problem or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Float off into, you know, Perico. Then you go into, you know, Up to the Bay, but you got to keep it up. So you're basically a DJ to your own party, okay. you know what I'm saying? But when we were in the clubs mm-hmm. doing the most Lil John and the Eastside Boys, Nelly, like that's right. basically what gets paid as like a, a filter in the middle. Exactly. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's the same thing you're going to have in the gym anyways. It's so true. Facts. Basically, you know what I'm saying? I love that. <laughs> basically. It's basically your workout playlist with exactly. a couple of additions, and then you get to it, because it's basically your hype stuff. Facts. Basically your hype stuff. At least on my rides, it's more hype. Mm-hmm. I've had Sunday fun days where we just go play oldies. I love it, man. I, I won't Cruising. turn, I would not turn off Earth, Wind, and Fire, Smokey Robinson. Like, that. a Sunday fun day is really meant for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have Old school West Coast. We gonna have old school Motown. From the soul, man. From that the soul, and that's what a Sunday is for. To be honest with you. <laughs> now, um, I do want to talk about that. Everyone that jams to the show, man, that got supremely like motivated today. Like, yo, man, I need to get a bike. I just need to get out there. Um, someone's on Google trying to find shit right now. Do you guys recommend a first? type of bike and secondly do you oh do you guys recommend or like where uh where uh should they go buy these bikes essentially shout out to unity and Chate. <laughs> shout out to unity <laughs> they've been holding it down um you got any 
bike shops on the west side? Is Unity. That, Unity? <laughs> yeah, Unity. So, yeah. uh, yeah, shout out to Unity. It seems like they've been plugging us up, um, especially on the west side. Okay. Because, like I said, I've been riding for, like, seven years. Like, been plugged into the scene for, like, seven years, and I couldn't find a bike shop to save my life that catered to me without judging me walking through the door. I like like I said, mm-hmm. Arrow spoke, Bright Bike, Black Dude, Dreads. What are you, what are you doing in my shop? Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then you tell them you're riding a fixie in a state that's all free will, and then they're like, now I'm judging you because you ride a fixie. Right. Now we got some static. You know 100%. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you can walk in. A, Randy is going to help you with everything. Um, other than that, I don't know if you guys know about bike savers. Mm-hmm. Bike savers is yes, sir. Bike savers is uh-huh. a godsend. So original Sunday fun days. Okay. Uh, and sometimes on Willie Wednesday, they're like a, a big like a tech shop, mm-hmm. but they'll hand teach you everything to do your bike. Like they'll teach you how to true your wheel. They'll teach you how to rip it apart. They'll teach you how to like tune it up and everything. Gotcha. They'll teach you mm-hmm. two dollars an hour. That is dope, man. Yeah, you can build a whole bike there. You can you can gear up your bike. You can you know true your wheels. Like they'll teach you how to like. How to and, get that right. Yeah, and we used to do that on like on a Willie Wednesday, like just meet up at Bike Savers. Uh, that's a nonprofit in Tempe. Okay. And they're uh, dope. They're dope people. Like they have stuff in the back. Like half of my gear is from them. Oh, that is so man. I. I will hit him up, Otis. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Like that absolutely. sounds like a fun time. Yeah, they have they have like you you might come up on carbon drops for like twenty dollars. Oh my goodness! Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you might come up on something decent for cheap up there because it's all it's all uh, donated stuff. Okay. So it's all it's all good stuff donated, Jeez, and they exactly. yeah it's it, I like uh, bike savers for real, and if you can't get it from them, Unity got you with brand new parts, everything. Now. Yeah, there's also um, Blackbird downtown. Those guys are super Blackbird. cool. Blackbird. If yeah. you're on the uh, east side, Super Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Average Joe's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mesa. I never go to Mesa. Do you ever go to Mesa? Not very often, but there's um, action ride shops out there. I don't know those people, but I've bought some stuff there before. Shots out to Mesa. You know, everybody in that, in that community. Like, there's, literally, <laughs> there's literally shops all over the state. Um but the ones that cater to you, I mean, Unity is the one that basically you can go there for a one-stop shop. Yeah, Unity's at 43rd Avenue in Bethany Home. And uh, the owner, Randy, is an OG BMX guy. Super good BMX rider. Roller, super nice. He got roller skates in there. He got skateboards. <laughs> My cousin will plug you up on your bike. It'll be done yep, right. CJ's working in there. Shout CJ's out, been CJ. in bicycles <clears throat> since he was knee-high to a flea and... I mean, knee high to me. Hey, yes, <laughs> you know what I'm so he'll get you right, and then forty up in there too. He'll get you tight. So Four, <clears throat> shout out to forty and Vance. Vance has been hanging out in there and helping out. Shout out to Vance, man. So like, literally, if you can't get it from Randy, mm-hmm. you can get it from Bike Savers. I like that. for cheap. Like literally, you can get it cheap. And then obviously, you come to Critical Mass, and we'll plug you up whichever ride you will. You can we can basically ride with us at mm-hmm. Critical Mass, and we'll tell you. That's where you fit, basically. I like that. This is this is when they ride. These are the people to talk to. You know what I'm saying? This is a we want you outside. Right. It's we want you outside, basically. And this is a very beneficial and 
soul rewarding hobby y'all and like and i kid you not everybody in the community is so welcoming everyone is always so excited to see you everyone's like always like man you came out another week yo keep on going right right they uh, want to see you out facts they want to see you out one person that like needs their flowers man in the city and i like and i definitely want to talk to him soon uh Rolf, Rolfie? Rofi. Man, man. Rofi? yeah, yeah, like that man, him, bro, he's always outside. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, outside. Super positive, super good guy. Shots out to him. And he rides with everyone too, all those groups. Yeah. Shots out. Rofi's definitely a dope, uh, a dope rider. He's he's in everybody's ride. Like you'll see him in one month. You'll see him at everybody's ride. He just likes to be outside, definitely. And that goes back to. Um, People have actually told me, I don't know where to go. I don't like, I'm scared. I don't know where I'll fit in, stuff like that. And like we said, all these groups we've been talking about are so nice and so welcoming. Mm -hmm. So just go to Critical Mass, first Thursday of every month downtown. And uh, we were talking about this before we started recording, mm -hmm. but ask people if you can ride their bike. They're not going to bite you. Right. And if they're, if they're an asshole, just ask someone else. But the best thing you can do if you're looking to buy a bike is, First of all, get something, go to a ride out and then make some friends and then just say, Hey, can I ride your bike for a minute? Like, here's my bike, you know, I just want to try it out. Right. Yeah. Cause I know like if you come to a Tuesday ride, all, we have so many different kinds of bikes there. We literally have mountain bikes, fixed gears, uh, obviously the big BMX, mm -hmm. everything. And if any one of those guys or ladies, if you just say, Hey, can I ride your bike for a minute? No problem at all. No right. problem. And I'm going to definitely do that, man. Cause I'm, I've been ha like having my eye on like you know the big BMX you know SC bike, so I'm definitely gonna snag into that. And I think Otis is definitely right about that. And like what Brian just touched on that sometimes you know you you kind of have this kind of mindset of like yo like people are not gonna like me on this or like I'm not gonna fit in with you guys because you guys are not the same. Listen, you can ask me. You you can literally at Critical Mass if you see me at Critical Mass, you can literally walk up to me. And ask me, what kind of bike should I ride? I love it. And I will point you into whichever bike suits what you need. Mm -hmm. I can, like, literally, as a organizer mm -hmm. of Critical Mass, I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm -hmm. Literally, I can tell you and point you to every group ride because I've literally tried every group ride trying to figure out where I fit in. That's dope. So I can literally point you, like, if this is a fixed gear, you're a female, you know, you want a 50 or a 48, I can find you a bike at a pawn shop. I can find you a bike at, uh, I can suggest a bike for you at Reunity. I can mm -hmm. suggest a bike for you to build. We can go, you know, I can get you on a bike the first time, one and done. And if we can't do that, obviously there's a plethora of bikes for you to be like, okay, I like this one. Hey, I in, in my inventory personally, I can get you on anything. Yeah, similarly, um, one of the most, as far as big BMX bikes go, one of the most common questions I see online is, what size should I buy? Mm. Now, I'm not going to go into that right now, but if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Yes. <laughs> because in short, if you're under like 5'9", I would say a 26 or a 27.5. If you're over that height, I would suggest a 29-inch, but... Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different factors. If you're going to be jumping, if you're, you know, going to be doing wheelies, there's so many different factors. So yeah, hit me up if you have any questions um, about big BMX bikes. 
And uh, yeah, just get out there and ride. Oh, I wanted to say real quick, you mentioned in one of your recent podcasts about, you know, I think you were talking about the holidays and people being depressed, maybe. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all bikes and how happy it can make you. Like, please. Seriously, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling down, just get on a bike and go pedal. Seriously. Right. We've all been through tough times. You get on your bike and like literally now, if you have some real crazy shit going on, it might not melt away (laughs) when you're on a bike. But for most of my problems, day to day stuff, when I get on a bike, that's it. I'm just listening to my music. I'm, uh, you know, it's, Obviously, it's a good physical workout, but it's such a good mental workout. Also, I just it, wanted to shut that. Yeah, they they uh, post COVID, they did a study or research, mm-hmm. and they said like being in nature is the best. Being present in time is the best part of therapy because it you know takes away your, uh, it takes away everything around you because you have to be in the moment. 100%. Which post COVID, I found out that that's why I like to ride bikes so much because. We all skateboarded. It hurts. Right. After after like 25, it hurts. <laughs> but the street is always been, as a skateboarder, it's always been my thing. Right. As a race car driver or a, a car driver, I'm talking, as a builder, I like being in the street. Right. So the street is my thing. Mm. It just so happens that riding a bike really fast in the street plugs you in. Like you literally zone out. You have to be there. Your worries about everything go away. You have to be aware because if you're not in that moment, hundred percent, you're you're not gonna make it out. But that's the same with being in the wild. Mm-hmm. If you're hunting, you're not gonna get that shot. If you're fishing, you're not gonna catch that fish. You have to be present in the moment. If you're surfing, you have to be on the board. You you have to be there. That's why it's so beneficial to go ride a bike. I'll tell anybody this: grab a bike first. That's a beautiful way to put it, Otis. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Man. <laughs> yes, sir. And I do want to thank you guys again for coming inside of the room with me, y'all. Before we do leave, I do like to kind of give like, you know, a last kind of question to uh, to everybody inside the rooms. Um, Can y'all give the people like to everybody out in the world, if you guys could give them like one message to kind of help them out in the world, ease their mind, like, you know, because I think a lot of people nowadays are going through a lot of shit, man. It's crazy. So, like, what's, like, one way that you would just put it into, hey, uh, this is my mantra? <laughs> I've listened to your, a lot of your podcasts, and you've never done this before. What the hell? Right, right? <laughs> You're putting I, this pressure on my shoulders? I, Come on, right? man. Like I, I, like I say, honestly, uh, and it's been my motto since day one, uh-huh. <laughs> get a bunch of bikes and ride them with your friends first. Like, like that's, that's always been the motto. Mm -hmm. Like try that first. Like just grab a whole bunch of bikes. Cause you go out of town, you're going to Mexico with your friends. You're going to go rent a bunch of quads. Right. It's the same thing. Go rent a bunch of bikes and go ride them with your friends. It literally, literally, it can change everything, but you got to have like, you got to have the right people. You got to have the right music. You got to have the right vibe. Mm -hmm. As long as the vibe right, it can change. It can change dramatically. You, you can, cause you'll look forward to it. Right. You'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. You'll have something to look forward to. And that's that's what keeps us in a straight path. Right. Is something to look forward to. And like minded people just like you with the high energy man. Oh yeah. What more can we ask for? Because <laughs> we love we love we we wanna see you do better. We wanna see you. If mm-hmm. you have the time to come see us, mm-hmm. see us. 
if it ain't Tuesday, if it ain't Wednesday, if it ain't Thursday, Friday, and Saturday like Rafi, if it ain't just Wednesday on Willie Wednesday, if it's not just critical mass on Thursday, one, one, we only ask once. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We only want, we, we want to see you, mm-hmm. but if you can only give us two hours, critical mass. I love that. You know what I'm saying? If you can't see us, come to Down Tempo. Mm-hmm. Call us, let us know. We'll come ride with, like, that's what friends are for. For real. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's one or two, call them, get a bike, go out. There's plenty, plenty of, uh, you know, smooth rides. Like, he has a ride on the west side. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a ride on the west side. He created one. Mm-hmm. I just don't have Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had Wednesdays. I can make, you know, available for Wednesday ride. Yes, sir. You have my time. Mm-hmm. Tuesday ride, I try to make it out to his ride at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. He has my time. Same, vice versa. You came to my ride. Yes, sir. I'm at your podcast. I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we you know what are saying? here together, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It goes around. I love that, man. And thank you guys again. And uh, the kind of the opportunity for a person to go to another place and both you guys being so accessible. Like, I think, like, I could have literally hit you, you guys up after the first ride. Like, hey, sure. uh, I want to come out, cut a second one. And, like, you guys were so friendly, like, from the jump. So, like, I really do thank you. Brian, mantra? <laughs> nah. I just already said it. I put, like that. Put on your playlist and go ride bikes with your friends. 100%. Yeah. Learn, learn the, learn the law. Be safe. Like I said, uh, I play music as a safety thing, not just as well as a vibe like my music being loud is for motorists to hear me mm-hmm. my bike is bright it's not black anymore i've been there it's but i've been black bike bright wheel mm-hmm. but bright bike is also helpful like learn your safety mm-hmm. but also go have fun just do it safely because mm-hmm. at the end of the day what do you want to do you want to go home you want to make it back yeah you want to you have plans for the rest of the day you want to go to just make it home safely, honestly. I love that, bro. Appreciate you, man. Now, before we do end it off here, y'all, can y'all drop your social medias for us one more time? Sobsties, Instagram, YouTube, S-O-B-S-T-E-E-Z. YouTube, Instagram, Xbox, Cash App, all of them. One and done. Yeah, for the Tuesday ride, it's just Tuesday's turn on Instagram. That's it. I don't need to plug my personal stuff. <laughs> yeah, just see me on there. I love ride. <laughs> easy out, accessible, come out and ride. too. One of those rides we mentioned, come out and ride. Come yeah, and ride. easy accessible. And if you, like you said, you can get in touch with him or you can get in touch with me. It's And I'll I'll plug you into just ask me a couple questions and I'll I'll find a ride for you. If not, Critical Mass. That's literally where everybody comes. Shouts out to you guys, man. Thank you again for coming inside the room. I appreciate y'all. Make sure to drink your water, tip your bartender. Peace.